What's up, profiteers? Today I have a very special episode on how to prevent your dog treats from molding. And this is a question that comes up time after time in the Dog Treat Bakers Facebook group. And people want to know what steps they need to take in order to get their dog treats to stay fresh for a long time. Don't we all want that? And also sometimes I get along with that. P.S. Kara, I'm new to making dog treats, which is great. It's why I created this podcast. Welcome to the Positive Profit Podcast. I'm Kara Brothers, dog treat business owner and collector of way too many cute cookie cutters. Do you love to bake treats for your dog and think about starting or growing your own home-based dog treat business, but you're unclear about how to do all the things to make it successful? Sister, I've been there and we've got this. If you want to step into your potential and turn your passion into profit, listen and learn with the other bakers in the pack to get clarity and confidence to bake dog treats from home, make money, and of course, pet all the dogs while you're at it. Give your dog a treat, grab one for yourself, and join our brigade of positive profiteers, and let's dig into the episode. If you're new to making dog treats, or you just want to find out what steps you can take to keep your treats fresh and the mold at bay, stay tuned. I've got all the things today about choosing the right ingredients, proper baking techniques, storage solution, and even some strategies for mold prevention. And I'll be giving you guys some tacticals that you can walk away with. Get ready. We are about to dive in. But before we do, if you guys have a question for me, maybe something about starting a dog treat business, troubleshooting tricky dough, I mean, what's not to talk about? I would love to hear from you. Head over to my website, positiveprofit.com. That's positive with a P-A-W. Click on podcast and then scroll down real quick and look at the orange button where it says send Kara a voice message and I'll answer your question right on the Positive Profit podcast. So feel free to send me anything you guys want to know or just even a testimony about how I've helped you in some way. I would be jazzed. Hey there, fabulous dog-loving entrepreneurs. Welcome back to Positive Profit. Today, I'm talking to all you amazing women looking to launch a dog treat business right from your kitchen who don't want all of their hard work to go to waste and potentially have dissatisfied future customers, all because of the M word. That's right. I will be sharing some practical tips to ensure your homemade packaged dog treats stay fresh and your business thrives how to prevent mold and have your dog treats stay fresh. One of the top three things that members of my group want to know about with really good reason. Oh, you guys, let me tell you my mold story. If you guys have a mold story, by the way, head over to my website, leave me a message. I want to know your mold story. Okay, why not? We're all in this together, right? We have to support each other. Here's my mold story. It happened during a time where I had my very first wholesale client. And that was a big deal, y'all. My very first wholesale client. Not only was it my first wholesale client, it was the client in my town that I wanted to be in their store the most. 
they were a local pet store. They had three locations in town. And I thought, man, if I get into this store, I've really made it, you know? So like I was treasuring this relationship like gold. So let me just tell you, let me just move on with my mold story. They called me up to tell me that they found mold growing on a package of strawberry cream sandwich cookies that I had sent them just two weeks earlier, my initial order. Okay. This is how I'm starting our business right on this rocky foot. So they tell me uh, we found mold on a package of these cookies and we just wanted to let you know we're looking at the expiration date and it hasn't passed. So we're just wondering what's happening and what you can do. That's right. They left me a voicemail. Oh my God, my stomach sank. Part of me did not want to call back. I'm going to be honest with you. Part of me is like, let me go find a rock to hide under. But no, I mean, I called them back, obviously. And we had a conversation about what happened. Now, remember, they have three stores. And the shipment that I had given them was enough product for all three stores. So I'm thinking in my head, what other stores are affected? How big does this thing get, right? Because I delivered 15 boxes. I was thinking, did a customer even purchase a box? Maybe they got, they purchased a box unknowing. They got it home and they're the ones that found the mold. All kinds of things were happening in my brain. It wasn't a good place. These kinds of things can, you know, when a mold situation occurs with a customer or a client, it can lead to loss of trust. Brand confidence diminishes in their eyes, unfortunately. And think about the word of mouth. You know, if a customer got that home and saw that there was mold, who are they going to tell? Probably somebody. And even the employees, you know, they're going to tell someone too. And I just felt terrible. So what I ended up doing is I picked up all of the boxes of cookies from all three stores, delivered fresh boxes of cookies, and of course gave them the, a refund. And then I added the waste to my tracking sheet so I could write it off at the end of the year. Because you know, obviously I can't use it anymore. So I was able to recoup the cost of the product. I also inspected all of the boxes after I got them back to where I was working. And indeed, out of all the boxes I picked up, only that one box had mold. They were all from the same batch. So I'm not really sure exactly what happened, but I wanted to take steps to make sure it didn't happen again. Now, there are lots of women who have shared their journey with me about their business. And it's so inspiring to see them turn their passion into a successful at-home dog treat business that lets them spend more time at home and do what they love and share it with others. Plus, opportunities to pet all of the dogs. I mean, that's really why we're in this business, right? These women have also had to tackle the subject of mold at some point as well. The reason for mold. What's the reason for mold, you ask? If you listen to episode two, I made a brief mention about the primary reason. Moisture equals mold. Y'all, if you don't remember anything about this podcast, please remember moisture equals mold. Simple. Moisture really is the primary nemesis of dog treat freshness. And when treats come into contact with moisture or even high humidity, it provides an ideal environment for mold to thrive. In regions of the United States, like Florida, you guys have to deal with mold a lot more than someone who lives in maybe Southern California in the desert, right? Because that's arid. And so they're going to have less problems with mold. 
I know we have a lot of members from places like the UK, places from Australia. Amazing. I don't know what your mold situation is like or how you have to deal with that. But, you know, if you're listening and you are not from the United States, I would absolutely love to hear where you're from and what your mold situation is like. Are you in a humid environment? How do you deal with mold? Let me know. So here are some simple ways that you can keep your dog treats from molding. Number one, use fresh ingredients. And while that seems like a super duper no-brainer, I just want to touch on it because there is a factor about fresh ingredients that I never took into account until I did my research. And now you're listening to this podcast, which you can consider your research. The ingredients used in dog treats, like with anything you might make, ingredients might carry mold spores. I didn't know that. How weird is that? Mold spores? What's going on there? If these ingredients are not properly stored, or if contaminated ingredients are unknowingly used, mold can develop during the baking process or while the treats are stored. The first place my mind goes to is flour, the primary ingredient in my dog treats. And various flours, such as wheat flour, almond flour, coconut flour, they may contain mold spores if they're not stored in optimal conditions. So proper storage in a cool, dry place is essential. So what I'm trying to tell you is that when grandma gives you the bag of flour that's 14 years old, you need to say, thank you, grandma, for that flour. Thank you for thinking of me. No, thank you, grandma. Sweeteners like honey, if they're not stored correctly, they can attract moisture and become a breeding ground for mold spores. Ensuring proper sealing and storage is vital. Dairy products, ingredients like cheese or yogurt, maybe even cream cheese, that's really popular. If used in dog recipes can carry mold spores, fresh dairy products should be used within their recommended expiration dates. To mitigate the risk of mold contamination, it's also crucial to follow proper storage practices for ingredients, use them within their recommended shelf life, and maintain a clean and hygienic kitchen environment. Additionally, if you're purchasing high-quality ingredients from reputable sources, it can help reduce the likelihood of mold in dog treats. Something to think about. Regularly inspecting ingredients for any signs of spoilage and promptly discarding any suspect items is a good practice. Cooking can kill mold spores in ingredients to a certain extent. So even if you accidentally used an ingredient and it had mold spores, cooking can kill them. The heat that's generated during the cooking and baking process can destroy many types of molds, including their spores. However, the effectiveness of mold elimination through cooking depends on various factors, one of them being temperature. The mold spores are generally sensitive to high temperatures, and cooking at temperatures of 140 degrees or 60 degrees Celsius or above is affecting and killing most molds. That's good to know. And when you're dehydrating, make sure your dehydrator is set to 140 degrees, 60 degrees Celsius or above, just to ensure that after baking, when you're dehydrating, just nail those suckers and get the last of them. Baking or cooking dog treats at recommended temperatures can significantly reduce the risk of mold survival. Also, duration is a factor. The longer that an ingredient is exposed to heat, the more likely it is to destroy mold spores. 
Cooking times prescribed in recipes are not only for flavor and texture, but they also help to ensure the safety of the final product. Tip number two, properly cool your dog treats. If dog treats are not allowed to cool properly after you bake them, the residual heat still exists, can cause condensation, and don't package warm is what I'm saying. Allow six to eight hours to cool or even overnight. You don't want to package them too early or any residual heat they have will be trapped in the box or the bag with that seal zipper, right? We don't want that. That can lead to mold. Number three, tip number three, package correctly. If treats are not sealed in airtight packaging, they're exposed to air and humidity and increase the likelihood of mold. After my wholesale client and the whole mold story, when they found the mold, that's when I started adding desiccant packets. You may have heard of desiccant packets. They help prevent mold in packaged dog treats and really anything that they're in by reducing the moisture content inside the package. That's their job to reduce moisture. Mold requires a certain level of moisture to grow and thrive and Desiccant packs play a crucial role in absorbing excess moisture and it creates an environment less conducive to mold development. What I'm saying is that you want them. I like to use the one gram desiccant packets for my four ounce treats. I use a bigger desiccant pack of two grams if I'm going to do six to eight ounces. Sometimes if I'm doing like a little single cookie or something like that, I'll go for a half gram, <clears throat> but I never go under a half gram and I, I haven't found that more than two grams is worth it. So one and two grams is really what I stick with. Tip number four, bake and dehydrate adequately. If the treats are not dried to the correct moisture level through baking and dehydrating, any remaining moisture can lead to mold issues during storage. You can extend the moisture removal process after you bake by dehydrating. Y'all, there's so much to say about dehydrating. I want to get into more of it and I'll be having episodes about dehydrating. But as a general rule, I dehydrate my treats at a temperature of about 150 for around six hours. And we're talking a standard peanut butter recipe rolled a quarter inch thick. I also make sure I don't crowd my trays and I rotate the trays during the process just to make sure I've gotten as much remaining moisture out of the tree after baking as possible. Tip number five, know your shelf life. So the longer that trees are stored, the greater chance they have to develop mold in the first place. How long is your shelf life? That's a good question. A couple of ways you can find out. Number one, it's DIY. Number two, send it off. There's a cost. I'll tell you both. So for the DIY, you could do a test batch of your own. Write down the date, the recipe you used, the instructions you followed to a T, bag them up, and check every month or two to determine the treat shelf life on your own. Five months have passed, no mold, fantastic. Go with six months. Keep checking it, and eventually you'll know. You don't have to go really to infinity, but it might be nice to know do these have a shelf life of three weeks? Do they have a shelf life of three months, six months, nine months? Once you get to a certain point that you're comfortable with, I wouldn't bother testing anymore unless you want to. But that way you can write that down on your back of your label to let people know when they should use them by. Your other option is to get a test done. Some labs, like for example, midwestlabs.com, 
in addition to getting a guaranteed analysis, which doesn't tell you your shelf life, it, it does tell you the moisture though. Some labs do have moisture content included in their guaranteed analysis. Some labs like MidwestLabs.com offer a shelf life treat test that you can purchase to take the guesswork out of the equation. So you send your sample into Midwest Labs, they'll do all the testing that it, that's required to tell you exactly what the shelf life of your treat is. So you know exactly what the date is you're writing down and there's no guesswork. They are a little pricey. To combat these enemies of dog treat freshness and prevent mold, it's crucial to package properly, choose your ingredients wisely, and know your shelf life and bake and dehydrate adequately. These are all essential to keep your dog treats fresh and safe for your furry friends and hopefully not have to deal with the M word. That's a wrap on our third episode. We've made it to three episodes. Amazing. I hope you have learned some useful strategies to help you embark on your home dog treat business journey with confidence. If you have a mold story or a question or anything, leave me a voicemail on my website. I'd love to hear from you. Go to positiveprofit.com. That's positive with a P-A-W. While you're there, sign up for emails and free gifts. I have something free for you I want to send you. And until next time, treat yourself well. Happy baking. Hey, sis, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast episode helped or blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to Apple Podcasts and search for my show, Positive Profit. Leave me a review and subscribe to the channel. Your heartfelt messages of gratitude impact me so much and bring me such massive joy. I would be so appreciative. Don't forget to join the free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash start a dog treat business and send me your juicy questions at positiveprofit.com. I positively appreciate you and look forward to connecting with you again soon. Until then, don't forget to treat yourself well.